What does the phrase, it's never too late, really mean? My name is TK, and in this series, I'm hoping to shed light on how individuals rise above, own their realities, and overcome obstacles. Have you ever asked yourself, why is it that people are not able to look past mistakes despite witnessing one's emotional pain? This season, I'll be interviewing individuals in different areas and industries to explore their sometimes controversial views and why they feel it's never too late to change, follow their dreams, and walk in purpose. Hello, 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 and welcome to season two of the Back and Forth TV podcast, where we believe it's never too late. I'm your girl, TK, and I'm so excited to be here today. I have a special guest for everyone, Miss um, Stephanie Summers, and I know we'll get to that here very, very soon. There's a couple things before we jump into today's topic. Um, this podcast, it does stream on all major platforms. Um, so make sure whatever you use, whether it's Google, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, make sure that you rate and review the podcast. It does make it more discoverable. And we want to make sure that we're getting the message out to as many people as we possibly can. Um, also just a quick thank you to today's sponsor of the show, Sankova Athletics, and we'll come back to them a little bit later in the show. And um, also make sure if you're not already, make sure that you are engaging in social media, make sure that you are following on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And then also all of these these videos that you see, everything that you hear, um, all of the videos get posted on YouTube later in the week. Um, So make sure that you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell on YouTube, and also make sure you share with all your friends. We want to make sure that we get the... the, um, the information out to as many people as we possibly can. Um, Also, Patreon, get on it. What are you doing? So we want to make sure that you're a part of our family. Don't just be the extended family. Become part of our immediate family. So you can do that by subscribing to Patreon. You'll get to watch all of the shows live. You'll be able to participate in the Discord chat, discount on merchandise, and all other events that we're going to be doing you can probably get a discount on. There's going to be certain things we do exclusively for Patreon members. So make sure that you sign up for that. Literally like three bucks a month. It's really not a lot, nothing expensive or crazy. And all that money, none of it gets pocketed. It all goes to just support the show, the studio, this facility, having you know people produce it. Um, obviously, it's not free. So <laughs> all that money goes to that. So make sure you sign up for Patreon today to get access to all these things. Also, shout out to Level 4 Studio, this beautiful facility that I'm in. It's so awesome. I hope you guys like the new setup because I do. I think it's dope. Um, So whatever you need production-wise, photography, videography, whatever you need, they do it. They're friendly. They're involved. So you're not in the studio by yourself. Um, So make sure that you hit up Level 4 Studio if there's anything that you need in the Colorado area. Okay. Now today's topic, which I'm excited about is never give up on faith. Um, I'll go ahead and read a quick bio about her just so you guys can get to know her. Um, So Stephanie is actually a native of Colorado Springs, Colorado. She began her singing career in the church kids choir and knew by the time she was 14 that she wanted a musical singing career. She got her jumpstart at the age of 18 when the late Reverend James Moore heard her sing and started the Colorado Mass Choir. With her as a featured lead singer over time, 
God has blessed Stephanie to share the stage with Dorinda Clark Cole, Pastor John P. Key, and Kirk Franklin, just to name a few. In the summer of 2020, God saw fit to allow Stephanie to become the season 10 winner of the BET show Sunday Best. Stephanie's goal is to minister to the broken, lost, and hurting while reminding people that God is on their side. Stephanie continues to declare favorite scripture, preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. Psalm 16 and 1. Um, before we jump in, um, really quick, I just want to share a little bit and let you guys hear from our sponsors today. And our sponsors are Sankofa Athletics. That's S-A-N-K-O-F-A Athletics. Sankofa Athletic Apparel is an athleisure wear and accessories company that provides thoughtfully designed, high-quality pieces that are uniquely and sustainably sourced. Every piece is designed in the U.S. It comes directly from their factory in the Middle East to ensure that each handcrafted piece is made from only the best textiles, fabric, and raw materials available. I have ordered mine. It is definitely on the way. And this stuff, it's not made from some cheap polyester bottom-of-the-barrel foolishness. Um, it's actually the best fabric <laughs> you can possibly put on your body. Sankofa is a socially and environmentally conscious clothing brand that strives to be all-inclusive for all genders. And you can do that and purchase some of their athleisure wear by going to sankofaathletics.com, S-A-N-K-O-F-A, athletics.com. And don't, don't go in there empty-handed. Use our promo code. That's BFTV15. So sankofaathletics.com slash BFTV15. Okay, that's B as in Frank. No, not B as in Frank. B as in boy. <laughs> F as in Frank. TV15. Um, <laughs> use that promo code today. Okay. <laughs> Stephanie, how you doing? Welcome. I'm good. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. We can hear you now. Awesome. We are good to go. <laughs> awesome. Well, before we get started and jump in, you know, I always like to start off with a little bit of, you know, icebreakers, let the people get to know something fun about you. And also for those of you watching and tuning in, please feel free to leave questions if you want to. Um, I'll try to get to as many of them as we can. But if you have a question for Stephanie, leave it and we'll, you know, I'll make sure that we uh, get those questions answered. First question for you. What is your favorite childhood movie? My favorite childhood movie. Oh my gosh, probably Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I was not Real expecting problem. you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's real talk. I love that movie. Really? What do you yeah, love about it? I do. The whole scenario, just, you know, how they impacted each other, mm -hmm. um, came together. Um, Snow White, you know, she was this little princess and, um, you know, it, it was just a fun movie to me. You know, <laughs> I love anything Disney, but yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah, it's definitely a cute movie. Second question. So I guess okay. I can answer the question. What is my favorite childhood movie? I don't know if this is like a childhood. Well, I love coming to America. Let's see? It's one of my favorites. I can't wait till they come out with uh, the second one. On the second one. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's going to be as funny as the first, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's so <a> queen. <laughs> I actually was watching that today. <laughs> to be. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yes. Um, now, if you had a choice to record with anyone in the world, who would you choose and why? 
if I had a choice there, uh, and one is, is Dorinda Clark Cole. Um, so if I had to pick, I would pick her. Dorinda. I loved her from a child, um, Dorinda Clark, yes. Mm-hmm. But there are so yeah. many now that I would want to do it with. But I would pick her. That's awesome. Sure. She seems like such a character. She seems so funny on social media. Um, She's really sweet. Um, yeah. And yeah, she is a character. <laughs> All right. And first questions from the audience. Hi, Tanya. When do we, when can we expect an album from you? Give us the exclusive. When is it coming? <laughs> we want to know. Hi, Tanya. Um, I can't share too much, but we are putting it into works um, as of now. You know, the pandemic uh, stopped a whole lot mm-hmm. for everybody, for the world. But um, we are definitely in the move of getting something out really soon. Mm-hmm. So hopefully by April. Okay. We'll have a single or something out. She said by April, y'all. Y'all hear that. You heard it here. She's going to have a single or something out by April. Let me know, girl. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> yes. <Let me> know. <laughs> All right. So let's jump in. So the topic today is never give up on faith. And, you know, just from knowing you, my life, my whole life, you have such a beautiful story. And I'm so honored that you're giving me the opportunity to share the story with the world. Um So, yeah, really, how does it feel to be BET's Sunday Best Season 10 winner? How does it feel to be Sunday Best um, winner? I just told someone earlier today that I honestly am still in complete awe. Um, I can't necessarily say I've always wanted a platform just to share my music, you know, not so much for the fame and fortune of things, but to share my voice um, as life went on, um, mm-hmm. to share testimony. Um, but I'm in awe. That's my that's my real true. I'm grateful. I'm humbled, and I'm amazed at at the timing of how it happened and. You know, I, I told the person, I hope that I am yet carrying this this title well, Sunday best. You know, <laughs> I don't have, I'm not out much. So, um, you know, what I do do, I hope they're pleased. Um, but I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying it. Yes, we were all rooting for you. You've been working so long for this. Uh, I think we all shouted in the living room when we saw you win. <laughs> Popcorn everywhere. Yes. (laughs) So tell me, how is it um, competing virtually? The compete virtually, people don't really believe this answer that I'm fixing to give y'all. But the truth of the matter is I was more comfortable being in my home than I Mm -hmm. was being in front of, even though it was lights, cameras, you know, action. um, We didn't have the stand here, move here, do that twist here, do, you know, look this way, do that. You know, when they, when they said us, that's where we were. It wasn't a whole bunch of space, but I was more comfortable. And I will continue to say, you know, I felt as though it being in me, it'll, it'll resonate on out um, to the world, you know? So I took those three judges and, and the host and the people that I knew were behind the scenes and made them my audience and just delivered the best way that I knew how to deliver. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah. frustrating. 
for sure. You know, <laughs> it, it was definitely frustrating because we were camera lights, uh, hair, makeup, we were everything. So it mm -hmm. was frustrating, it was tiring. Um, right. Late nights, early mornings, um, having to learn music, but it was well worth it, so. Right, it's part of the life, you know? It's part of the life. Um, but I really want to say, though, you did such a good job. Like, considering that everything was virtual, like, I remember just watching you. And, and I'm not just saying this because I know you or anything like that. But, <laughs> you know, honestly, I felt the anointing come through all oh, of your performances. Wow. I felt the emotions. You know, I felt like crying. I felt like shouting. Oh. You know, I'm be trying to be crying. But, you know, I felt <laughs> all of it. And so it was just yeah. so amazing. So you did such a good job. And. Thank I'm like, you. man, to she God out here representing Colorado. Absolutely. <laughs> to so, God be the glory. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So what was your favorite performance of the show? Oh, my favorite performance. Um, I'm going to go with probably the remix. Um, you said performance. So I'm uh -huh. going with that one because um, it was out of my comfort, completely out of my comfort. Um, you know, I, I had some issues with what the what the challenge was, you know, remixing an R&B song to gospel. Um, mm -hmm. That's not where I came from. So um, definitely, you know, was having some issues. Didn't even know the song, who, the, who that person was, <laughs> didn't, right. you know, didn't know. Um, but I think the challenge of it all, um, the heart that you know, I came in with saying, listen, I am, I'm giving 150%. Um, Kirk, you know, supporting and being that support, um, it, it made it easy. And, you know, I, I hope that I delivered well, you know, so, and I <laughs> yes. like the song. I'm a lyrics person. So the lyrics, you know, for me, went over well. <laughs> yes, the, that was hands down my favorite performance too, the Maxwell <laughs> remix. I was like, Lord, let me get my stakes, my skates and go glad for Jesus real quick. Let me do, 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 do. I was, I was with it. Okay, two-stepping yeah. in the living room. <laughs> so it was awesome. Yeah, so again, congratulations. Um, I'm so excited and so happy for you. Thank you. Um, so tell me, how did you get your start in singing? Um, in the church, um, my parents were musically inclined. My family was musically inclined. Um, and I started singing in, in my bio, as I said, in the children's choir, you know about that choir, um, the angel choir, Sunshine we, band? we called it the sunshine band, but you know, their name was <laughs> the angel choir back in the day. I don't know mm -hmm. if they still go by that, but they were called the angel choir and my mother worked with uh in in that department and i wanted to mm -hmm. sing because i did it around the house i wanted to sing so she asked the first lady and she since my mom was already a worker they allowed me to come in and that was the start of it all so mm -hmm. i was a baby 18 months singing mm -hmm. and you know for us it's two years you know <laughs> you started sunshine band at two years old and you got to be potty trained well wow. right you gotta be potty training, and then you can go yes. on in there. I wish yes, I could say I was a sunshine man. I can hold a little note, but I can't do all them runs. I'll be practicing them. Go on and practice. <laughs> I can't you know, do all them karaoke all day. Runs either. Mm -hmm, I can't either. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't even believe you right now. 
So how, at, when did you discover that, you know, not only were you just good at singing, but some people do things just because they're good at it. But when did you discover right. that this was actually going to be your ministry and your purpose? I think when um, I started seeing the emotion from people, the reactions from people, um, and that was at an early age. Um, I think I said 14 years old when I really knew that this is something that I wanted to do. But being in the church, and that's all I knew was church, it was the reaction and the um, feel that people uh, felt the the love that was shown and um i i'm not going to sit here and lie and say that i had that relationship with god um mm -hmm. i just love singing you know what i'm saying I, I love singing and to see the people clap you know some cried some fell out some shouted it just you know we're we we love music we love you right. know all of that so um and then the the reward from it was the, oh, you, you blessed me, you did this. And, and, and hearing that, I think it was something that I really wanted to decide going into watching the Clark sisters all my life. I grew up with them and, and seeing how they moved and the Reverend, late Reverend James Moore watching that all my life, you know, it was like, mm -hmm. this is, this is something that I think mm -hmm. I could see myself doing. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing. So you start out in Sunshine Band, you grow up a little <laughs> bit, right? And then mm -hmm. um, you end up conceiving your first child, right? Ooh. Outside of, you know, Mary. Yes. Now, growing up in a Pentecostal church, <laughs> that is tough, especially back in the day. It's not like how it is now. Um, how do you feel that that affected you and how others perceived you? Listen, here's the truth. What people thought about that situation really wasn't what that situation was. I ended up pregnant. I'm not gonna go real deep, deep right now, but I ended up pregnant. Yes, I did, and because I was in the church, I was shunned. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, back in the day, you had to sit down, you know, you're gonna apologize, you know, mm -hmm. to, the, to the people, and you're gonna have a seat. Um, being a teenager, um, it affected me, but it didn't affect me because I was pushed to, I wanted to sing, but I was pushed to be doing everything. You know, I, I had to be in church. There was no, you you don't get to stay at home. Um, and, but I felt like the church throwing me away um, mm -hmm. was the worst thing that they could have possibly done um, just because I had a baby out of wedlock. That's what it was, out of wedlock. Mm -hmm. um, we still deal with that today. and. That's why a lot of people don't even want to be in the church. And what I had to realize, it wasn't the building that threw me away. It was the people. Right. Um, the church is in us. So right. it wasn't the building. It wasn't God that threw me away. But I dealt with that. I walked in it. And the crazy thing is, is there were still some people that still called on me um, to sing. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, to me, it didn't matter. And the word of God speaks on um gifts come without repentance. I didn't know what that meant. I just went to sing. Um, I wasn't reading it for myself. So mm. it really didn't matter. And and that's that's the reality of it. It didn't matter to me. You want me to come and sing? I'm gonna come and sing. Um, you, where my leaders felt, you know, you, you're gonna have to take a, a, a back seat for a while. That hurts. 
but mm -hmm. because there was no talking and then they made it seem as though it was a plague and it was a disease. So the other children couldn't be around me because I thought was crazy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the sin was in what I did. The sin wasn't the baby, mm -hmm. um, you know, if that makes sense. You know what yes. I'm saying? So um, it, it was in, in my actions. And I, till this day, I would say maybe if people asked me, I, that probably would never happen. If they loved on me a little bit more and not wanted me for my vocal ability and what I could bring to their church and their table, I might not have had that baby. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, no, I mean, definitely agree. And I, I think <laughs> a lot of churches are more progressive, you know, now these days. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I think back then, sometimes it could be tough because, you know, they have a lot to say about, you know, mm -hmm. we should and shouldn't do it with our bodies, but don't always do the best job of explaining, you know, exactly. or, or, you know exactly. educating the proper way. Um, so, yeah, you, you had your child and all that, but... Um, what I find inspiring is about, about that is that you continue to move on and you continue to yeah. push towards your dreams. And there's so many women that this happens to, and they just quit and they think that that's all there, there is. Um, what advice would you give to young women? You know what? And it wasn't just that one baby. I had three more afterwards mm -hmm. and, and that's just the reality <laughs> of it. Um, I had three more and it's what you stated. Um, you know, the teaching wasn't there. We, I, I wasn't taught. It was just, you don't go do that. But there was no teaching. They didn't want to talk about sex. They didn't want to talk about, you know, um, when you're being told that you're ugly and you're not beautiful. And then that first man comes along and tells you that you are, it, you, you kind of enter into thinking, oh, you know what I'm saying? But I tell women at the end of the day, um, you have control over your own life and, and, um, if you're gonna allow that to stop you, then that's you. But you can still move regardless of what people say because people are gonna always have something to say. They're gonna always find something to say about you, whether it's good or bad. But if you if you just, you know, keep pushing and know you got this child, um, mm -hmm. and I gotta I gotta raise my child. Yes, I had family, you know, that that helped and supported, but I took a lot of backlash with that too. Um you know, so um, at the end of the day, I did my best. My mother made sure that I finished school, mm -hmm. um, you know, and so how, wherever you are, you know, just go through, go through those steps of process, wherever it is that you're trying to go. Look at your kid and say, I got to I got to do what I can do to make sure that my kid is taken care of. So mm -hmm. that's why I say don't give up, because you have to look at the child or the children and say, I'm doing it for them. And that's, for me, that's what I began to, to look at and say, I'm doing it because I got a, I'm a single parent and my kids need me. Right. So I'm gonna keep pressing and, you know, yes, they're gonna talk and thank you for talking because it got me here. It sure <laughs> did, didn't it? Clap back, clap back. <laughs> <laughs> Tell <Thank> those people. <laughs> yes. So um through the season there was one particular episode. I'm not I'm not quite remembering which one it was, but you you talked a little bit about just your own struggles, you know. Um you know, I know that the late your mother uh, um mother Summers and elder Summers blessed his heart. Your your father was so sweet. He was yeah. so happy, so jolly all the time. And, you know, your sister passing and, you know, you mm -hmm. had some health issues too. 
Um, can you just kind of talk through like maybe how those experiences really affected you and, you know, what you struggled with in your walk? Um, well, I'll take it back. Um, the health issues, I think that episode was probably seven, nope, six, because there was only eight. Um, mm -hmm. I think that was episode six. And mm -hmm. um, my health issues began in 2013. I found out that I was type 2 diabetes. Um, my mother passed in 04. I was her caregiver all up mm -hmm. until then. Um, things that I really wanted to do in my life became put on hold um, because I took care of my mother. So after she passed, um, I took on being a caregiver for my sister. Um, and then 2013, I got started having my own issues. I had a surgery on my foot um, and the diabetes was really out of whack. And um, so I went through that process. And in 2017, when my uh, father died, um, my health really started declining and it was a stress factor. It was the fact that I, um, because of him dying and then me losing everything, um, uh, what they shared on the show, they didn't really go into depth of that, but, um, relationships were destroyed. And, um, you know, I'm gonna say this blood ain't always thicker than water, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, it was an experience to why, where I'm, I had to go through it to get to where I'm at right now. So in 2017, when my father died, you know, things went downhill health-wise. Um, I still pressed, I still pushed, I still did. Those that know me know that I was still singing, I was still coming to church, I was still doing, but my health was was really declining um, because of stress, because of, unfor of the unforgiveness of my heart, the hurt, the bitterness, um, and my health was declining. 2018 didn't, Know that I had it, um, was working in a facility taking care of Alzheimer's patients and um, got really, really sick. And they sent me home. I didn't go to the emergency room, but just lay thinking, you know, my father was a man of faith. Mm -hmm. And even though, you know, everybody that knew him, you know, he wouldn't go to the doctor, he wouldn't do that. So I was trying to take on that spirit, but I knew where I hurt. If it hurt, it just hurt. I was like, man, I don't feel what you're <laughs> feeling. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. our, 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 our late pastor, our bishop, you know, man of faith. And I was just like, man, I, I'm trying. But 2018 came, I got sick, um, ended up going to the ER, not from my job, but um, ended up going to the ER to find out that I had a mouth stroke. And um, during those years, my voice was was doing some stuff already. It was already changing. And mm -hmm. um, the older you get, you know, I, I hear the mother of the church say, keep living. So keep living. You'll mm -hmm. see where I'm coming from. But th that time um, to find that out, you know, that was devastating to me because um, I didn't have no symptoms. But it was the stress of everything that I, I had been dealing with, with losing my home, losing the the the, the bloodline relationships. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, my father, who was my hero, who was, was my best friend and, you know, was there for me. I had, um, during the time my father died, what people may not know was I was recovering from a surgery of um, having uterine cancer. So mm. um, all that was going on and, and then I get put out in my home, you know? So right. um, that episode 
you know, um, where I had expressed that this is, I can't do it. I, you know, I was like, I'm not gonna be able to do it. It was because I was mm-hmm. thinking, first of all, this note is way up in heaven and I'm not <laughs> gonna be, I cried literally like that whole day. Um, and I was just like, this isn't gonna work. Um, and so I had decided I'm packing up and I'm going home. Yes, I got to the point where I was like, you know, I, I don't think this, my time has come. And I think we were down to five contestants. And I was like, I just thank God that I made it here. You know, I've been seen, I've blessed who I could bless, God, you know. Um, but I was thinking I was dealing with, with my vocal cords and I was just, I was like, this, ain't, I'm, this would be the night that I go home. Mm-hmm. But you know, God, God sang through this, this here throat of mine. <laughs> it was he sang it for you. So, he he um. sang it for me. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, just recently losing your father, family issues, health issues, now attacking the one thing that you love and cherish so dear, your, your singing, your voice. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I can't even fathom that or even imagine that you know um and i kept going yeah you did I, I kept tell me about your process that, you know what i prayer and i'm not gonna say that i was on my knees every every day um i had to decide that if i wanted to win and i'm not talking about the show but just win if i wanted to come out of what I was in, I had to do something that changed. Um, if I wanted to be healthy, so the thing is, is I started eating healthy. There was days during that process that I couldn't feed my family. Um, I didn't have food in the house. I slept on a hardwood floor. I went from the hardwood floor to my daughter's couch, to the couch, to the floor, just to be comfortable, um, with no help from the bloodline. Amen. Um, mm-hmm. and, but church members that, that, that loved on me, that knew the situation and, um, that's really what got me through. But I will say me not quitting, even when I didn't have the voice to sing and I kept singing and I kept ministering to the people, um, God was blessing me. And I told God when I tried out for Sunday best in 2019, and mm-hmm. I didn't make it. It wasn't my time. I wasn't going to try out in 2020 because I was just like, I'm older. It ain't worth it. I know I got these health issues and, you know, it's just I'm not where I want to be. Um, something spoke to me and I got a, you know, invite to come and I went and my life turned. But let me take you back to sometime in 2019 where I went and sang for a bishop um, who's passed now, um, who was a national gospel recording artist up in Denver, Colorado. And um, after I sang, one, one, one thing I did, I came and I gave a little bit of my testimony, something that I do, because you never know who needs to hear, you know, uh, how you're able to, to do what you do, the ministry that, that flows out, you know, how are you doing that? So I just shared a little bit. I didn't go into a whole bunch, but I told him I'm broken. And um, I love this Bishop and I, I love his ministry and, but I'm broken and I don't really know what you finna get tonight, but I'm gonna do my best. 
and afterwards um he he spoke to me and something he shared with me and told me was that i had to forgive and that i'm in this job season and anybody that knows the story of job he lost everything you know everything friends turned their backs on him all this stuff and that's where i was there's there's really the only thing i didn't lose was my my life my kids lives you know what i'm saying but everything my home my car relationships everything was gone and he told me to go pray, go pray. This was 2019, he said, go pray. And pray blessings for these people. Um, ask God to take that out your spirit, that unforgiveness, that bitterness, take it out um, and watch God open doors for you. Mm-hmm. And here I am 2020, season 10, Sunday best winner. Because I actually, and I, and I ain't gonna lie, I told him, yeah, I'm not really gonna do that right now today. Um, and I don't feel that you want me to go speak blessings and pray blessings over people that didn't care that me and my kids were hungry and that we were on the street because we'll bounce back and we didn't deserve nothing else from the parents. And um, yeah, I'm not doing that. But when I decided, I have nothing else. And so, God, I give everything over to you. I'm telling you, my health got better. It ain't the greatest, but it got better. Um, things started turning around, and I'm here to, today talking to you as season 10, Sunday best, BT, Sunday best winner. <laughs> yes. I don't yes. take that lightly, for real. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, got a question from Jesse. He says, how did God help you along the way? Um And I'll kind of rephrase that. How do you, so, you know, obviously you talk to the bishop and things like that. How do you feel like outside of winning the Sunday best and what are some other things that God did? How did he move on your behalf? He placed people in in my life that, that supported me through what I went through. Um, You know, I would drop, but I don't, I don't want to put nobody on the spot, but there was certain people that were routine in making sure me and my family were okay. Um, And, you know, my life had to start really lining up with his word. Just because I sing doesn't mean that, you know, my life, I'm living the lifestyle that I'm singing about. And so, you know, those doors that I didn't have a whole lot of money, um, what I had, I, I tried to stay on top of paying tithes and giving free will offerings when I had it. Um, and God provided, he, he made sure that me and my kids, even though when I stopped talking about that, you know, I wasn't sleeping outside on the street like people are, but the truth of the matter was I, I was homeless because I didn't, it wasn't my address. And, and I, and I tell people, you look up what homeless means if you don't have, if it's not, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't nobody's mm-hmm. I was homeless. But he provided and he placed these people in my life that were consistent in being there for me. And, and you know, it, it helped me. It helped, you know, me know that there is people that are church that, you know, still really believe in ministry, you know, um, just because I was their own didn't mean that you throw me away and, and oh, she'll bounce back because I had those too. You know what I'm saying? Um, come and sing, come and do this. Um, but you didn't know that I, I did. I didn't feed my family. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't make sense and it wasn't lining up, but the people that he placed in my life, I'll forever be grateful and I don't take that for granted. And that's how I was able to maneuver. And and like I said, when that bishop said, you know, forgive, that was the biggest thing. And a lot of people think, oh, you know, forgiveness isn't for those people that hurt you, it's for you. You know, when you release it, there's nothing that's impossible. Um, for God to do and 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 work on your behalf because you're being sincere, mm-hmm. you know, with putting out there. So it was it was certain certain people. It was a handful of people that I knew because I would go to people that you know if you need anything you you know you hear that stuff if you ever need anything, and then when I need <laughs> they it they don't mean it. Mm-hmm. You, you understand? What I'm saying they mm-hmm. oh, we didn't have it, um, and or oh, I can't right now. I'm I'm finna do and I was like I got sick of that. So, you know, I'm I'm very transparent and, and I try to keep real. I got sick of that. And I started telling people, but we praying for you. What you praying? What exactly is it that you praying? Because that, that prayer, prayer ain't feeding my family. <laughs> and I'm still, yes. you know, without. So what the prayer is it that you're praying for me? Um, but those people that God bring and you know, um Pride went out the door mm-hmm. um, where I had to go and say, I need help. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I was, I had never in my life been to a food bank ever um, because I felt like that was really stuff that, you know, you really need. But I was at food banks trying to get food that they was fixing to expire the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm I'm very I'm not bougie, but I really I don't eat too many leftovers. So you right. the food can expire, <laughs> and you want me to eat that and feed that <laughs> to my kids? I'm good right. on that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's real talk. But that's where I was because my kids, I had no money. I had a mm-hmm. roof over my head, but it wasn't mine. And I had two young children that they weren't young them, but they were young enough that they I was still responsible for needing to eat you know and and so those people that came and that were consistent often ever be grateful to them and and they know who they are i don't i really want to name drop but you know <laughs> i don't want to that is amazing anybody. it's it's amazing how you know he'll god you know he'll he'll look out for you and he'll work on he, your he behalf will. i was just gonna say when people say that they're gonna pray for you just know that that was the prayer <laughs> okay, pray for you. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> See, um, yes, yes. So you talk a lot about forgiveness and healing, um, and sometimes when you go through, especially things that you went through, um, it can be so hard to just let it go and just yes, be ma'am. like, you know, I'm a just move forward. What was that point for you? Letting it go, let me tell you, if um, where I thought um, I had let a lot of stuff go, I didn't because the truth of the matter is speak that person's name to me and I literally got sick. Um, so I knew I hadn't forgave. Mm-hmm. Um, I, they were blocked. I didn't want to talk to anybody. Um, I was angry. And <laughs> those that know, I was angry. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I was the minister of music for the church. I went and said, I can't minister to nobody. I don't need to be over nobody because I'm angry. And me spitting that stuff 
out into that atmosphere. And, um, but then this is where the, you know, here comes all these, you know, if I, I wanted to quit, no, it's not about me quitting. It's about, I don't need to be ministering right now. I need to be ministered too. You guys don't understand what I'm right. going through. So that forgiveness, um, I knew that I hadn't forgave, but I just didn't want to deal with the people. You know what I'm saying? I really didn't. Um, and to me, I felt like I'm good. I, but it, I was still sick. You, you feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mentally, I was sick. I was drained. And, and I wasn't coming out of my situation because I had so much hate in my heart. Um, being the singer and talking about who God was, I got to a point, I never stopped believing in God, but I said, how am I going to, how can I sing Waymaker? And I don't see the way being made for me. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Mm -hmm. um, I'm telling y'all, oh, he a Waymaker. He's a promise keeper, but the one little thing that I wanted, you ain't did it. Mm -hmm. it this is just being transparent with mm -hmm. y'all. Like, God, what in the world? I'm still sleeping on the floor, sir. Come on. And you want me mm -hmm. to get up and say what? He made a way. Mm -mm. You know, I would go to church and hear people's testimonies about, um, I went to the mailbox. Right. <laughs> and, and there was a check. And there was a check. And I was like, well, what in the world? How did, what happened? You know, and it started, it just bothered me. But that forgiveness, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And what made me realize the process for not just going and praying for them, but when they would, once I, I started unblocking numbers, from social media, I unblocked you. Now I didn't go say be my friend, but you know, <laughs> but you can see I unblocked you. So if you want to be able to see me, then be able to see me. If you want a relationship, you'll reach out. But you know, I wasn't going to do no nothing extra. I but I did mm -hmm. unblock you. Um, now if you want to talk, we can talk. And when I started talking and it didn't bother me, I knew that I was good. Um, when I could actually hold the conversation, but truth of the matter is, you know, I forgave you. That don't mean we'll ever be best friends. And I'm mm -hmm. a person I shared this with somebody. If you really know who Stephanie is, Stephanie is a person I don't I don't jump over pews to to speak and and um you know I'm a loving, I love people, um, but I'm not going out my way to to do a whole bunch of stuff. Um mm -hmm. just to say that I spoke to you today or anything like that. But when I could pick up the phone and just say, hey, how you doing? Or, you know, I don't have much to say. Just, you know, just wanted to check in and, and that conversation and there was peace about it. Um, I knew that I was good. And, and guess what? I forgave the um, for the apology that I never got. Mm. That's and, and it takes a lot. That's a, That takes a big person to forgive something that you feel you owe me an apology. You need to come to me and sit down and talk to me about this right, because that's the word, the mm -hmm. right? That's the word of God, but I never got it. And I wouldn't be here today if I wouldn't have just said, you know what? Forgiveness is for me. It ain't for them. I want to be well. I want to do some stuff in life and I'm not going to die over this. So I forgive you. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and I'm moving on. And that's, that's what it is. I speak. And, and it's sincere, you know, I have no control over how you take it and how you deal with it. You know, I love you. 
Um, if I'm not, if we weren't talking every day, we're not going to start talking every day. Mm-hmm. That, you know what right. I'm saying? That's that jumping over pews and stuff. I'm, if we weren't doing, if I didn't do that before, I'm going to do it now. Just stop the game. Transparency, right? <laughs> hey, keep it 100. But, I'm just being. Yes. There, but that's such a, a big, just a, in that little bit that you shared, like that message of just, you know what, forgiveness truly is for you, if no one else. Um and, you know, I really appreciate your realness on that. And I, I even think there's a message just in the part where, because sometimes we go through things that are mm-hmm. tough and we'll go to church and we'll see people getting blessed, you know, or, you know, things are working out. They find checks in the mailbox and it's like, Lord, mm-hmm. look under this pillow. Where is okay. my <laughs> <laughs> Right. Right. Um, so to continue to work through that, you know, I think that's such a beautiful story of redemption, you know, just yeah. never giving up on faith, continue to stay checked in and with God. Um, and that's something that we can all walk away from. Um, so now you're healed, you're forgiven. I'm sure that that was a load off of you and you feel like a whole new yes. person. Yes. Yeah. I am, I am free. Um, my health is getting better. Um, you know, this door has opened. Um, I lost a lot, even in in this process of, of going through Sunday best. I lost friendships. I've had people go to the industry um, and talk about me like a dog. And, oh, she ain't finna do this and she ain't finna do that. And that's fine because I feel like, guess what? Um, at the end of the day, when you, you know, it is what it is. If you're not talking about Stephanie, or talking mm-hmm. about you or whoever, something wrong, because I'm not mm-hmm. perfect. And I don't consider myself to be perfect. And I'm not walking in, I strive for perfection. I strive for excellence in everything that I do. Anybody that really knows Stephanie. So mm-hmm. when I put my foot to it, I'm going all the way. And if that means you can't come with me, some you can't take everybody, you know what I'm saying? Right. On your mm-hmm. way up. You know, mm-hmm. our, our old uh, bishop, you know, would say, what? Go straight forward, straight forward, straight forward. You can't take right. everybody with you. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't go. And and I had to realize that it hurts. Um, you know, I gained a lot of family. I gained, you know, a, a new family. And, you know, the people that are, are, you know, coming to me, I love them genuinely. I have more young people that are flocking to me that inbox me. Tell me how you did this. Tell me how to do this. I want to do. And the fact that they they see something in me that they even feel comfortable and come and says so much to me. And I'm humbled at that. And I don't take it for granted. That's why when I do get on social media and I open my platform to say, let's talk, let's, you know, let's do, I, I'm open book. But then in my being an open book, you know, I take backlash. Oh, don't tell everybody everything. Well, I don't know. You may not want to tell everybody everything, but I don't know who it's blessing and whose life Mm -hmm. I just saved. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? By me being transparent and telling people, I had this thing, I had a post where, you know, I talked about, I don't, I don't show my teeth because I have the fangs and I have this gap and, and I was talked about as a child in the home. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, um, so my smile is always closed, but I did a picture side by side, this smile, then this big old smile. And I think even the flyer, I said, well, now why did she pick this picture out with my back? Girl, that's <laughs> what your people this. sent me, but I still like the picture. I thought it was cute. <laughs> well, my mouth, but that, was an, that was a transparent moment of me telling people, and I got so many people saying, and it wasn't about you telling me that I was beautiful or none of that, but it was people telling me, thank you for sharing that because I deal with, you know, and, and mm-hmm. I feel this type of way and they, and people opening up and, and that's what my platform. And I believe God gave this platform for me to be who I am and, and help people. I'm not God. But I can sure share my testimony and let you know that you can make it. Go through the process, trust the process, and and look at the outcome. Mm -hmm. Because all that that I went through in the past three, four years was something that I didn't understand. And I wasn't cool with it. And I didn't, I wasn't happy about that at all. And Mm -hmm. I I didn't, it wasn't clicking, go through this process because blessings is coming. That wasn't what that was. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So... Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm, I don't see the blessings. I don't feel none of that. I'm not, it, that's not what it is for me. Whatever y'all get when you in church, whatever, that's beautiful. But at the end of the day, I see it now. And that's why when you go and you look at my bed and I say, trust, I said, it's funny. Somebody called me and said, it's funny that, you know, you put all these great blessings and have this and you don't get too many likes and shares and views and all of that but you go stand up and be you know doing all this then oh they loving that well I'm showing all of Stephanie so Mm -hmm. that it's not just that I know Jesus and that I have relationship with him but even in Jesus let me help y'all there's fun you Mm -hmm. can you can be yes there is you can be that you can be saved and have fun yes absolutely okay jesus is not boring he's not boring (laughs) he laughs he got a sense of humor you know what i'm saying (laughs) so when when you see whatever you're you're looking at i still love god and i'm still saved but i'm Mm -hmm. still gonna show i got a 16 year old i'm gonna teach her what the words say but i'm also gonna try and have fun with her so the streets don't grab her Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. I got grandkids, so I'm going to have fun with them. They want to do a little dance. We're going to do a little dance and I'm still loving Jesus. Get mm-hmm. over it. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's that's where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's, <laughs> it's, that's just what it is. God didn't give me this platform for me to just walk in and act like I don't go through. Just because you live in that saved life don't mean that's the time you really finna go through. Mm-hmm. Give your life over to Christ, but it's worth it all. It's worth it all because it the outcome, is. if you keep pressing, yes, you're going to fall. Yes, you're going to go through some stuff. Now, I say your mistakes, you don't keep making the same one, mm-hmm. but live life. You understand? Live life. And I think for people, people need to hear that. Jesus ain't born. Jesus ain't, you know, oh, he's, you can't do this. You can't do that. Yeah. That's why we ain't got nobody in the churches now. They ain't got nothing to do with the pandemic. Amen. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else you want to know? But I would also <laughs> say. <laughs> so, I just want to be just, um, Adding to that though. Because um, people always say, oh, you shouldn't share this. You shouldn't say this. But really ministry sometimes is in the things that we want to keep secret. Those are the things that really bless and help people. So let me tell y'all something. Y'all better stop picking on Auntie Steph. Okay. She just got here. <laughs> 
Leave her alone. Okay. The woman can say she's saying because I love it. It makes me stronger. And and yes. there was a point, you know, I told someone, um, I wanted so bad to be accepted. Um, because I, I lost. Um, yes, don't worry, be happy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he, he brought the Bob Marley song up in here. Okay, okay Marlon, thank you. <laughs> but I wanted so bad to be accepted that whatever I had to do, I did it. And I was so unhappy for mm -hmm. so many years of my life. And even though y'all saw something totally different, we put up masks and the facade of things. And, you know, it, I was unhappy. I was mm -hmm. completely unhappy, but I love Stephanie. I'm loving what God is doing in my life. And I want—I just want to see Jesus. And I can't see him half-stepping, but, you know, I, I can see him being truthful and transparent. We're in a pandemic. People need to know who God is, but people also need to know that even in their mess and their junk and God still loves you, but you got to get it together. You got, you got to get it together, pull it together. And, and, and instead of judging, you know, um, grab the person and let's, let's talk and, and, and see what we can do to fix it and help you be better. And I think when, you know, a lot of people, I grew up with the saints that once they got saved, they forgot that they had a past. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So now you're telling me you say, but what, what bring you to salvation? Something had to bring you. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, and, 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 but yeah, you forgot, you forgot that you, you was up in the club. You forgot that you was, you know, hoeing. You forgot all that. I'm sorry. Not I'm arrived, going too deep, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You forgot all that. You had to be saved from something. You had to be mm -hmm. redeemed from something. So miss me with trying to act like salvation is, you know, once save, I'm always saving, and, and I, I ain't did no wrong. Yes, if you think it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I daily, I'm daily saying, because then that goes against the word that we're forever having to say, Lord, forgive us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If people be transparent and be open, I share my stuff because there's people that are dealing with that and don't know how to get out. Mm -hmm. And I'm singing about this God that can help them get out and, and give ways. And, and, and I'm singing about that, but don't nobody know what I've been through. That's, that's kind of off mm -hmm. to me. Yeah, definitely. So. I think, um, and our time is almost up, but one thing I wanted to mention too, that I really appreciate, um, about your story is that you did the work. Like so many people pray and they want these blessings to so just, God is just drop blessings. Well, you know, when they say God is not Santa Claus, yes. like for real, he's not Santa right. Claus. Bro. Like right. Right. <laughs> you have to work on you yourself. You got to put in you the work. Pray. You got to put in the work. And so that's one thing I really, really appreciate. And yes. you're just so amazing. I mean, you look great. You're glowing. You. Your skin all clear. Look at you. God is <laughs> doing a new thing. <laughs> um, yes. So, in closing here, um, if my listeners and viewers, if they walk away with nothing else, what is one thing that you would want them to know about you? What do I want them to know about me? Know that, you know, I, 
I worked hard to get where I'm at. I didn't give up. I wanted to give up, but I didn't. I pressed. I went through. I still go through, and I'm I'm enjoying the process. I'm enjoying the journey. Um, I'm gonna tell y'all, don't give up on whatever your dream is. I'm 46 years old, and I am a, a national figure at this point. I don't. Mm-hmm. It it blows my mind, but. Um, season 10, Sunday best winner. And I I had to strive. So I tell y'all, just trust what God is taking you through. It's hard. Um, he's faithful. And he, if you don't give up on God, he's not going to give up on you. So take that away. Take me as an example. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go, you can go look up my, my video on my page. You can hear a little piece of that song. Yes, definitely. And when I tell y'all this woman can sing, yes, she can (laughs) sing. Okay. She, I mean, and it just blushes your heart, not just singing to be singing, but she sings with a purpose and with the message. And I just love every piece of it. Um, so, um, thank you, Jesse. Yes. (laughs) Where can they follow you? Um, on social media and also if they want to book you now listen y'all don't be asking her to perform for free okay black people in these pentecostal churches don't be asking her to perform for free if you hit her up for booking like expect to pay something okay but where can they find you on social media and where can listen they you? you can find me stephanie summers facebook um i have so many people that want to to befriend me um, but I can't really accept a whole lot of people on my personal page, but Stephanie Summers, I have, you can go follow me, um, at Stephanie Summers, Facebook. You can also follow me at Psalmist underscore Stephanie on Instagram and my booking, you can reach out to Halo Management Group. That's Melanie Pratt. That's my manager. She's awesome. She's amazing. And my social media is Couture Parker at halomanagementgroup.com. But it's just Couture um, at Halo Management. And she she does my interviews, my social media, whatever it is she 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 hasn't covered. Melanie takes care of all my bookings. Um and and if you go to my profile, please don't out of all due respect, I just have to share, inboxing me is not going to get you anywhere. <laughs> um, go to my profile page if you want to book me for anything and it has my information in my bio. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate the love and support um, that you guys give. Yes, please go support Stephanie. Book her, all that good stuff. And Stephanie, I'm looking forward to the single in April. It's going to be so Please. good. Let me grow. We Give hope me that it comes out in April. Yeah, <laughs> we're still in pandemic. So, you know who I would love to see you do a duet with? Um, who? I don't remember his name. I think his name is Josh, the guy from the season before yours who who did redid his dad's song. That's another Chris Bell. Yeah, him. Yes. Where I get Josh from? Help Jesus. Because Josh um, is a season winner too. Um, yeah. Josh Rogers. I it's funny because I I I want to sing something with him. I think that young and that old. I can't sing like Melvin, y'all, but I I don't know. 
<laughs> You're not even old. Stop saying that. And also, y'all, stop calling her mother, mother Stephanie. Like, I heard that. Like, I'll be auntie. She is not old. Quit calling her that. She's the auntie. I'll be, I will be auntie Stephanie all day to y'all. Some, some of y'all, <laughs> you know, that have that relationship, I don't mind you calling me mama. But you, old folks, stop it. She not there yet, y'all. Don't I'm be not there to make yet. Her older. <laughs> she looks young. Like she is not old. Stop calling her mother Stephanie. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thank well, you thank you so time. much for coming on the show. You're so beautiful. I love your thank story. You um, I also, me. yes, of course. And anytime you want to come back, let me know, girl. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I always close with a quote, um, and I thought this one was perfect, just and it kind of just embodies like your story a little bit. And it says, In God's eyes, the greatest heroes of faith are not those who achieve prosperity, success, and power in this life, but those who treat life as a temporary assignment and serve faithfully, expecting their promised reward in eternity. And that's by Rick Warren. Um wow. So yeah, that's the end of the show. Again, make sure you guys are liking. If you like what you see, I hope that you guys are enjoying everything that you've seen in season two so far. We put a lot of hard work into this, me and my team. Um, so make sure that you are following us on Facebook and Instagram. The handles at Back and Forth TV. I'm also on Twitter, kind of. Like, I don't really know how to work Twitter, but you can follow me on there too. <laughs> and then also make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the notification bell, and make sure you share with all your friends. We want to make sure that we get this message out to as many people as possible. Um, until next time, we'll see you guys next week. Oh, wait. Also, sign up for Patreon too if you want to. Um, this will be the last live show that I do for a while. Um, so if you want to see everything live, we do it live every Wednesday from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Time. You do. Uh, did Jesse say sing a note? You want to hum a little something? You are the source <laughs> of my strength. You, you are the strength of my life. I lift my hands and Total praise to you. You said sing a note. That was a few. <laughs> that was a few. I started to jump in. I said, no, nah, I don't want to ruin her little thing. You know, I'd be liking the karaoke. <laughs> All right. So again, the show live for Patreon members is every Wednesday. 6 to 7 p.m. And then for the rest of you who are the extended BFTV family members, it will drop on Friday on all streaming platforms and also on YouTube. Um, but again, Stephanie, thank you. You sound so You're beautiful. Thank Make you. sure you guys follow her. And until yes. next time, you guys have a wonderful week. Bye. Yes. See you. Thank you, Evelyn. <laughs>